Delta Green, the role-playing game is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doom Vision are playing Impossible Landscapes, a campaign of scenarios set in the world of Delta Green. Impossible Landscapes was written by Dennis Detweiler and published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information will be listed in this episode's description. Last time on Doom Vision. While reciting the invocation, a symbol appears on the mirror in the bathroom, and in the background, Marcus sees Claudia pull out a razor blade and slit his throat. At that moment, Ness bursts through the door and tackles Marcus to the ground, ending the invocation. After the chaos in the apartment settles, the team gets back to work on cataloging the items in Miss Wright's apartment. Hours pass when Claudia discovers a receipt dated July 3rd, approximately one month after the disappearance of Abigail for an apartment 10B. The team decides to go check out 10B in the McAllister building, but before Marcus exits the apartment, he begins to hear muffled voices coming from the wall. He goes to investigate the voices, and as soon as he places his ear against the wall, they stop. Upon leaving the apartment, Claudia notices a small microphone attached to a wire at the base of the door leading into the apartment. They follow the wire down the hall to a nearby apartment and meet Thomas Manuel. The team interrogates Thomas about the wire, and he eventually gives up some cassette tapes that, when listened to, appear to be blank. While interrogating Thomas further, Marcus places him in a headlock and he begins to show signs of distress. Ness goes to remove Thomas from Marcus's grasp and during the altercation, Claudia notices Thomas reaching for one of Vanessa's guns. Find out what happens next on this episode. Vision. How's everybody feeling? This boy about to be sucker punched. I'm all hog tying with this uh, wire we got. So think about the implications of what would happen if you didn't notice that he had a that he was reaching for the gun. You know, if he passed his stealth and was able to just snatch it right out of your uh, holster, right? Pull it out, shoot Marcus in the head, shoot all of you, shoot himself. That would be a whole different game, huh? 
Yosemite salmon, just shoot up in the air, shoot in the ground. So upon noticing that he was reaching for it, what happens? So he's reaching for it. You notice it ahead of time, right? You notice it right away. Or she does, right, Veronica? Yep. So you notice it. In relation to where they are, I think you're you're nearby. You're not, like, too far away to do anything. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? I'm going to yell out, he's reaching for the gun. Stop him. Okay. And then, so what would you do for that part? Like, you hear he's reaching for the gun. I would probably look down to see on what side, because I have one under each arm, right? Mm-hmm. So I would probably look down to see where his hand is at, which side, and then go to grab that side before he could. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you see his hand reaching like for for one of them, like reaching through your jacket, right? It's there there yeah. under a jacket. Mm-hmm. So he's reaching for that. He must have seen it or something like that, and he goes to reach for it, and you see it. Okay. So at this point, like I was grabbing a hold of him to to take him to the bathroom to let him like have a second because I wasn't trusting that Marcus wasn't choking him out. Um, so at this point, I'm going to release him, go to put my hand on my weapon and also bring my elbow up at the same time to kind of like smack him in the face and turn my body so that he can't grab the gun. That happens. And then... Sees that that wasn't going to be successful. See him, he reaches right in his pockets. And now we're going to go into a little combat. And uh, there's no rolling for combat. I just, I have your dexes here. Um, and so, yeah. So he reaches in his pocket, pulls out, it's like a blade. So, Veronica. Yes. You're up. Claudia. I mean, Claudia. Well, really, Veronica. All right. Wait, what do you want to do? I think I want to find something close and throw it at him. Okay. So, like, a lamp, anything that, that I can just chuck at him. Is there is there, like, a melee combat in, on that list, or is it just unarmed? There's melee weapons. Melee weapons. Okay. So, like, if you're, what are you picking up? Like, a lamp? Yeah, I'll throw a lamp at him. Okay. I think that falls under, like, melee weapons. What is your skill under that? 30%. I think you can roll against that. I think that would be the best way to do it. So you're going to do, you're going to roll that. Let's see if you can whack him with this fucking lamp. It looks like the Pixar lamp. You're going to whack him with the Pixar lamp. I got an 8%. Okay. Well, all right. So you pick up the lamp, you wing it at him. So he pulls out this blade. All this thing, all this stuff is happening incredibly fast. Pulls out this blade, and you're like, "Blade!" and <laughs> and then you grab this lamp and just wing it at him. All right, you want to roll the damage? What die do I need? All right, lamp damage. Right in the rule books. Fucking lamps. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna. I think it's just gonna be a D4. Well, that's not very much. Get a bigger lamp. Well, it's like I can either do a D four 
or I could do a D6. But a D6 is like akin to a combat knife or like a nightstick. Or a D4 is like an ordinary knife or a hatchet. Two. All right, so he takes two points of damage. So it's just like the, the, the lamp breaks, hits him like in the head, bleeding a little bit, a little bit of blood. Um, Good. It's his turn. It's coming at you with a knife. Bring it on, bitch. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. An exacto knife. Ness has been through some shit. I'm pretty sure she can survive a piece of shit with an exacto knife. He goes to swinging at you. With your military expertise, you, you managed to dodge it out of the way. Whoa. Now it's your turn. So he just swung a knife at you. He got hit. He gets whacked with a lamp. He's got an exacto blade. He was reaching for your gun. This guy has nothing to lose. What do you want to do? I don't want to shoot him just yet because I think he could still have information that we need. So I'm going to uh, unarm combat his ass. Okay. You're going to hit him? Yep. Do a fucking cool ass takedown. Open the dream. That was a fail. Ooh, I rolled high. Yikes. Yeah, so like in your in your moving and stuff, you're able to just kind of bat his his knife hand away a little bit, but other than that, you're not able to like disarm him or anything like that, or, or hit him to do any real damage. Um, all right, Troy, your character. So I figure I'm still sitting on the couch, pretty upset that. Uh, yeah, you just do you just recline? Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just chilling. You're just gonna lay down. I'm just chilling. Yeah, chilling on the couch. What is he? Is he shocked or anything like that, or is he just like? I, I, I think he's pretty uh, pissed off that he had control of the situation. and uh, So he's just going to let her die? Well, he's not going to let her die, but they took him. They can handle it. <laughs> do you want to do anything like... Uh, I have a list of things that you could do. You're an arrogant asshole. I mean, there is a disarm, too. That's another thing. You can focus on dodging. <laughs> Anything happens, I'm gonna dodge. I think I think he'll just yell from from the couch. You guys got this covered. Oh, and there's a there's a wait action. So act immediately after someone else's action this turn. So you you could say, hey, I'm gonna wait, and then after like you know, um, just P's turn, I'm gonna go, or after her turn, something like that. Can I wait as a reaction? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think I think it would just have to be like, oh, I'm going to wait this turn, and then I'm going to wait until after so-and-so's turn. I think that would be how you do it. Who's up next? Um, Jesper. Yeah. Jesper's up. Jesper. It's Jesper, then him, then me, then you. I'm just going to wait this, this round, it turns out. Okay. I love you so, so much. I'm sure you do. Jasper? It's your turn. Troy's character is taking a seat. Not he's not gonna do anything. No, he he's gonna yell to them. You guys got this covered. To be clear, they were walking away when this happened, so he's just sitting there watching like looking at their backs, but then he sees her chuck a lamp at him. So And he has an exacto knife in his hand? Yes. I think at this point he would see that he has something in his hand though. Alright, I'm going to run up and jump on his back and try to restrict his airflow a bit. Okay. 
All right, do you jump on his back? All right, go give me an arm strike. I don't do that by 1%. So maybe he's like a little too tall. You can't really get around his throat. You go to jump on him and you just kind of crash into him a little bit. I knew I should have punched him in the kidneys. All right, it's his turn. Gonna take another little swing with that exacto knife. Take three points of damage as he slashes you across the arm. Okay. It's a significant wound. There's blood coming out of it and everything. Um, like you need another one of those. Another wound. Right. Um, your turn. You just got sliced by this guy. Across your forearm. I would like to try and disarm him. Okay. That's still going to be unarmed combat? Yeah. Come on. So you're going to try and force him to drop it. Got it. Got it? By a lot. All right, so how does that look? So does she just, like, punch him in the arm or, like, whack him, like, give him a, like, a chop to the arm? Or do you just, like, grab his wrist and, like, pry open his fingers? How does that look? I think with her good arm that didn't just get slashed, she would grab a hold of his wrist and twist it hard enough to snap it. Okay. And he's going to drop it and be in quite a bit of pain. All right, so he drops. Okay, so yeah, you you twist his wrist, he drops the uh drops the exacto knife. Um and um what a little bitch. All right. Troy, your turn. He's subdued at this point, isn't he? Well, she 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 got him to disarm it, but she hasn't like pinned him or anything or Cuffed him or whatever. Gonna wait another turn. You guys got this covered? Anytime you want to jump in here, Marky Mark. Oh, so you want my help now? Really? Just all you have to do is ask for my help. I'm happy to help you. You're an asshole. That didn't sound like I need your help. (laughs) Pause for marital spat. Join us next week for marital spats. <laughs> ding, ding. In this corner. All right. Well, apparently they don't need my help, so I'll wait this turn, too. Okay. Alrighty. So he's just chilling on the couch. She gets slashed. There's blood everywhere. Jasper. Since I couldn't climb on his back, I'm going to... The, the knife is on the ground now. Yeah. I'm going to grab it so he can't get it back. Okay. All right. So you grab the knife. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You do that. I think that's just going to be your action. You just grab the knife. You pick it up. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Um, it's his turn. And he's going to turn around. And he makes for the door. So he, he, he just starts like moving quickly toward the door. That's what happens for his turn. And he makes it to the door. He's able to make it there. It's a really small apartment. Now it is just G. To tackle him, what would that be? Athletics? Um, I think you'd want to you'd want to attack him. Try to knock him prone and then and then pin. Um yeah, so it would be like a, an attack, and then your next turn would be like a pin. 
move if you wanted to like restrain him. So do the unarmed combat again? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Okay. You're gonna try and just tackle him. Give him. Give him. Yeah. Unarmed combat that takes care of tackling. So. Okay. Obviously, I trip over something while going to tackle him, and I fall flat on my face. Did you get a fumble? Was it double digits? No, 73. Okay, okay yeah, so you go to go, uh, you go to run after him, and maybe he just, like, very quickly goes through the doorway, or maybe he's, you know, you're not able to, like, because of the doorway situation, you're not able to, like, get, get to him easily enough. So now it's Troy's turn. So he's making a break for it. Okay. Right. You're on the couch. Mm-hmm. Eating chips. No. You're eating a piece of pizza you found under the couch. <laughs> Just sitting and watching. Watching Ninja Turtles on his TV. <laughs> uh, has he made it to the door? Is he in the doorway? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's he's right at the door. He's, like, made his way to the door. And he's about to open it and run out. How, how far is he from me, would you say? From where the couch is situated to where he is? Um, not very far. These apartments are really small, so... Um, so if I wanted to, I could run up and Superman punch him in the back of the head? Yeah. Can I put my can I put my brass knuckles on and then run up and Superman punch him in the back of the head? Did you ever take them off? <laughs> You've always had them on this whole time? <laughs> I've had them on this whole time. But they're, they're like, a, decorative. They say pimp on the front. Oh, God, what a guy. Oh, man. Um, yeah, you want to go give him a give him, give him the old one-two? Yeah. All right. Like, in, in an attempt to knock him the fuck out at the base of his skull. Okay. That's a critical fail. Critical fail. Failure. Yeah. Critical failure. <laughs> you tripped over me who fell on my face. You smashed your brass knuckles into the back of my head. That would be so bad. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, you had it coming. You fucking are the one that took him out from underneath my arm. He's so bitter. He is so bitter. I am bitter. I had it under control. All right. You, you make your way to the door, and you go to, like, whack him. You go to hit him. You go to punch him with your fucking brass knuckles or whatever and uh, you end up like hitting the doorway on your way to hit him and like clock your fingers or your knuckles against it um and you miss Jess your turn wait where is he at he's in the he's at, at, at the door is there anyone between him and me yeah two people those two are they standing or are they on the ground? They're both standing there. Like, like I'm they... on the ground. Oh. I fell when I went to go tackle him and landed on my face. Oh, okay. She fell. So I'm on the ground and he's standing. I feel like my fist's probably in the door. Okay. I am going to try to throw another thing at him. <laughs> oh. Shit. <laughs> Alright, um... Dive. Dodge. Go ahead and make a, uh... Unarmed? Melee weapon. Oh, melee. Right. You're armed now. I got a 4%, baby. What's your... What's the item? 
I mean, it's not a room full of lamps, so yeah. you got to pick something else. He has a bunch of stereo equipment, right? Yeah. You have a, a decent-sized, like, speaker that... Not, like, a huge one, but, like... like remember stereos back in the 90s? How they had, like, ones that are this big? Yeah, so you're going to unplug it and everything? When I rip it... Oh, when I grab it, it's going to be forceful. It's just going to rip out. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, you got a 4%, so... Uh, do it... So you're gonna whip a '90s stereo at him? That's gonna Not do more a stereo, damage. A speaker. Oh, a speaker. Well, yeah, still. Remember those how are the fucking... stereos were like? It was the stereo, then it had two speakers yes. on each side, like and each the tower, were like yeah, big. I think yep. it'd be like another D4 of just speaker damage. <laughs> was it the red or the white wire? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, do a D4. Four. Just the only one doing fucking damage, <laughs> and I'm the special ops over here, Miss Veterinarian. He took, out kicking ass. took out half of his health and just lamp stereo damage. <laughs> All right, you you hit him again, like, and it, it like leaves like you, you know you got him with the corner of the speaker, like on his lower back. Fuck and he's yes. just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, I think it is. Just G. It's his turn. It's Tom. his turn. That's what I meant turn. to say. All right. All these attempts to get him. He runs down a bit more. He's sprinting out the door. He opens it up, sprints out, starts making his way, running down the hallway. So the speaker didn't slow him at all. Oh my didn't God. kill him. <laughs> No, it would have, but he, he, he was able to run. He's running out. He, adrenaline and whatnot. Um, Jess G, what do you got? I'm done fucking with this. I'm going to pull my 9mm. Holy shit. And That's awesome. Try and fucking shoot the guy. Not, I'm not going to try and kill him, but I want to slow, slow him down. Shoot him right in the ass? Okay. Yeah. Ass, right. leg, lower back. Like, not... Paralyze him? You want to take out his mobility? Yeah. Permanently? Yep. Yep, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Shoot him right in the spine. So that's what, melee weapon? Yeah, spine damage. No, that'd be firearm. Yeah, firearm. Oh, firearm. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I, I have a high firearm. That's right. Come on, dice. Yeah! Fucking nailed it. Right in the ass cheek. <laughs> All right. Uh, damage for a firearm. That's a whole nother table. Yeah, I don't have that. Another page. I got it. Um, okay. Is yours a small caliber pistol or a? It's a pistol? nine millimeter. Is that a small caliber? Or is that a big caliber? That's just. I mean, it's average. Small. Let's go. If small. you if you categorize like it a... under pistol bullets or small caliber pistol bullets, which put bu- pistol. Which... <laughs> okay. Pistol. It's not a twenty-two. It's, it's not okay, a gotcha, twenty-two, gotcha. but mm-hmm. it's not a forty-five or a fifty cal. So I'm showing my say... my uh, gun knowledge, which is zero. Yeah. Um, it'd be just normal pistol. You're gonna do one d ten. Ten. I'm not shitting you. I rolled a 10. <laughs> you aim for his ass like you want to? Yeah. Your aim's a little off. You hit him right in the back of the head and he dies. Shit. 
That's all of his hit points. Every last one of them. And he hits the ground like a sack of potatoes. Well, that's fun. Murdered in the hallway. Let me guess. He had a family. Kids he was supporting in college. So, yeah, the way I picture it is you, you had to kind of scramble out the doorway and then you, you're laying down and you fire your gun at him. And in that struggle, couldn't get your aim exactly right. You aim for his ass. Shoot him in the head. eerily quiet nice shot Billy the kid the, the the bullet is like the ringing through your ears and everybody else's ears loud sound kind of piercing oh, I have the chaos silencers on my nine millimeters oh silencers are still like they're not quiet they're, they're not, not as quiet, quiet they're, but it's they're not, not James Bond quiet like, it's not like pew yeah it wouldn't bring like everyone out of their doors it'd be like ka-chunk. but it was yeah yeah so I'm going to get up on my my hands and knees and I'm going to collect myself and stand up. I'm going to walk over to him. Verify. Blood pouring out of his head. Verify. And then I'm going to walk back into the apartment. Is there a phone? Yeah. Yeah, he's a phone. I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to dial Agent Marcus. Are there any... Can I search this apartment for cigarettes? Uh, make a luck. Uh, four. Like, zero four. Yeah, you find some cigarettes. All right. You want to call up Agent Marcus? Yep. Okay. About five, six, uh, uh six, seven o'clock at night. Uh, toward the evening, I mean. Um... Hey, yo, what's it like to murder a guy? You gonna be next, buddy. Yeah, I'm fine with it. You know, this dude was right. just recording her with tapes, right? Make a luck roll. Got it. All right. The other end picks up. Yeah. Agent Marcus. Yeah, who's this? Vanessa Michelson. Understood. What do you need? We have a situation at the McAllister building. Okay. I just shot and killed a man. (sighs) Okay. Witnesses? Marcus and Claudia... He's laying in the hallway, so anyone who walks out of their door is going to see a dead body laying in the hallway. What do you want me to do with it? All right, listen to me very carefully. I want you to take that body, and I want you to bring it back into his... Does he have a bathtub? Yeah. I want you to take that body you put in the bathtub right right now. On it, what do you want me to do after that? I want you to do something about the blood. Whatever you can. Cut up the carpet. I don't care. Done. Be there in 20 minutes. See you then. 
Click. He's like Mr. Wolf. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking out of here. At this point, I'm not even registering Marcus or Claudia. I'm just in military mode at this point. I'm going to go out. I'm going to grab the body. Drag it back. Put it in the bathtub. Okay. How much blood's on the carpet? A lot from his brain. Brain blood. Tissue. On the ceiling. Floor, I'm gonna go in the bathroom. I'm gonna go in the bathroom. Do I find hydrogen peroxide? Make a luck. While she's doing this shit, I'm going back to the other apartment. <laughs> You're just gone. Yep, I'm out. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yep. You find a bottle of hydrogen peroxide. I'm gonna take that out and I'm gonna dump it all over the carpet. Anywhere that there's blood, I'm gonna dump it all over. Okay. And then I'm going. And while I was in the bathroom, I grabbed any. I'm assuming there was a towel, something in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to grab a towel, and after it bubbles for a little bit, I'm going to start soaking up the hydrogen peroxide. Okay. To blot it out. Okay. Done this before? I've cleaned up a lot of blood out of carpet. My my kids get bloody noses very easily, so I've cleaned a lot of blood out of clothes and beds and sheets. Hydrogen peroxide does the trick. Okay. How long do you think it would take to clean up that much? You're like scraping brains off the ceiling, shit like that. It that would at least an hour. Yeah, it it would take a while for the carpet, the walls, not so much. Yeah. But the carpet, like I'd have to let that soak while I wipe down the walls. I see Troy looking kind of nervous that you know how to clean up after a dead body. (laughs) (laughs) That's gotta fuck with your sanity. (laughs) All right. You spend about an hour. It's getting to be like nighttime. Sun's going down. You're pouring peroxide everywhere. Trying to clean up all this blood. You got a body in the bathtub. What's Veronica doing? Are you helping her? Yeah, I'm helping. Okay, so you guys are a team. I'm picking up broken land. Marcus is gone. Agent Marcus is gone. Yep. Marcus the player, not the handler. Yeah, I pieced the fuck out. Yeah, he's I done. I ain't dealing with that shit. Yeah, that's pretty pretty normal for his character. I think he would just leave. Be like, oh, fuck this. Maybe he fucking leaves. Like he's just like, I'm getting on a plane. Fuck you guys. Dead body. I didn't sign up to murder motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude just had tapes. And, and put slashed a... my arm. I'm still fucking. Yeah, he bleeding. went for a gun and then, but was running away. He shot at him. Yeah. Max damage. Max damage on that bullet. I didn't mean to roll max Just damage. Just lamp and stereo did half of his hit points. Like, ridiculously <laughs> painful. Like, he must have been in, like... He was half dead when you threw that stereo at him. After you threw that stereo at him. Did y'all ever think about talking to a motherfucker? Like, I had the situation under control. <laughs> He's so bitter. All right. No, but I'm the one that's going to kill him. So, so... How'd that work out? So you're cleaning up the blood... Uh, I said it took about an hour, but like Agent uh, Handler Marcus. Um, eventually, you see two men arrive, and you know maybe somebody looks out the window or something like that. They see this van pull up. You see two men come out, and maybe you let them in. 
And then they come in. They have big rolls of plastic wrap, tape, um, gloves, rubber gloves, everything that that they would need. Um, they have big, huge jugs of hydrogen peroxide with them and everything. Um, anything that they could do to eliminate any evidence. Big bottles of alcohol, things like that. And a big barrel, like a big plastic barrel. So they come in, they wrap his body in plastic. They rinse the blood down the drain, they clean up the brains and everything else. They put it into the put him into the barrel. They wheel him out. They don't say anything to you guys, they just they're there to clean. They look at what you did out in the hallway with your cleaning, and they keep doing it even more until there's nothing. Absolutely nothing. They've done this before. Take the body out to the van, they load the van, or they load the barrel into the van. After about an hour after Thomas Manuel dies, they hop in their van, drive away. Now you're all just standing, except for Agent Marcus, you're all just standing there, probably in shock, in his apartment. Now might be a good opportunity, now that he's dead, to do a thorough investigation of his apartment, or whatever you want to do. What would you like to do? You're alone in his apartment. You're lucky nobody heard the shots. Nobody came out to investigate. Nothing. Maybe while you're deciding what to do, Marcus, where did you go? You went back up to Abigail's apartment? Yep. Okay. All right. So you're in there? Yep. All right. Smoking a cigarette. All right. So you're in there for probably about an hour, right? Because they're out here for an hour. And... You're in the apartment alone. Mm-hmm. Make a sanity. You're gonna make me make a sanity when I ran away from the fucking bullshit. Yeah, and just I got sanities coming your way too. I've I critically failed. Critically, it, it was a seventy-seven. I, seventy-seven I critical failure. Forward. All right. You lose one point of sanity from the unnatural. You're sitting in her apartment. You're just sitting there, probably smoking a, smoking that pack. You know, you're just looking at this wall, staring at it, almost mesmerizing. Realize like you got so much left to do, and you lose that sanity from the unnatural. You're in there by yourself. It's eerily quiet. Okay. And then you hear footsteps. You're looking at the wall. And your knee-jerk reaction is just like swing your head quickly to whatever the sound is. And you see a person rapidly walking, passing in front of the bathroom door seems to be like a white man in white shoes carrying a briefcase walks directly into the bathroom is very very fast you were in here alone what do you do he walked into the bathroom yeah and the front door did not open cool I'm walking in the bathroom you walk into the bathroom I have a cigarette in my hand it's a very small bathroom Mm -hmm. 
You don't know where the fuck this guy went, but he went into this bathroom. You're sure of it. As soon as you step in, you're like, he's not there. Nothing is there. Just the empty bathroom. That's it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to prepare the invocation again. (laughs) Okay. Meanwhile, the Hall of Justice. Okay. You guys are in the apartment. What do you what do you in Thomas Manuel's apartment? What do you do? I'm gonna take my jacket off because I'm bleeding. He slashed through my jacket to mm-hmm. cut my arm. So the assuming there's any hydrogen peroxide left, I'm gonna pour some of it on my arm and I'm gonna start trying to clean that and I'm gonna yell at Claudia to go find Marcus. To bring him back here now that the cleaners are done so that we can regroup and figure out what we're going to do from here so I'm going to just start trying to clean up my arm and I'm going to ask her to go find Marcus you think it's worth it to go check out Marcus he was very um non-responsive during that whole thing and then he just up and leaves as soon as he finds out that he's dead he just steps over his body and he's like fuck this I'm out is it worth it to go find Marcus or is it worth it to or what do you think knowing how much of a troublemaker he's been like I think I would want to send someone just to make to see if he's even still in the building or if he's gone he's gone but we still have a job to do You haven't said much in his whole uh, cover-up, body cover-up. What do you want to retard? What do you think? Well, she's completely in shock. Like, there is... She's never had anything like this ever happen to her before. So she's just kind of going through the motions and just... If she's being told to do something, she's just going to do it. So she's going to wander back to the apartment, but... Not, like, in a hurry. Just kind of like... Like she's spaced out right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so you arrive back at the Abigail's apartment. You go in. And you don't see Troy, I mean, you don't see Marcus in the uh, living room. See the bathroom doors closed. At this point, I would probably assume that he peaced out. But, like, this is the place that we have a key to. This is the place that we're supposed to be doing this assignment in. So she's just going to sit in the living room. Okay. You're just going to sit in shock in the living room? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think when you have, like, a trauma like that, you don't really know what to do. Uh, and, and a lot of people, I don't know anything about it. I've never seen anybody get shot. But my guess is that, like, you try to take hold of something that you can control. You know, when the when the world is all crazy around you, you try to hold on to things that you can make you feel like you're no. Oh, okay, I have a grasp on this reality. So, so you're in Thomas Thomas Manuel's apartment. You sent her to go do it. She comes in. She just sits down. There's no furniture, so you're just sitting on the ground. What would you like to do there, Marcus? 
I, I want to know how long it was before they came looking for me. What was that window of time? The okay, so like so after you saw the figure go in and you you failed your sanity and things like that. You know, after the um she she wanted to she wanted to go send somebody to check on you like after, you know, cuz you were sitting in that room for about an hour. Um so I'd say maybe like 5 10 minutes afterwards, right? Cuz um she was like, "Oh, hey, tell them the cleaners are done." or whatever. So she would have been made her way back. So you hear you hear the door open, the front door. And then you hear somebody walk in. I don't know if he would just ignore it or if he would check out like who is it? I think I would probably go check out who it is. Okay. Okay, you open up the door, you see Claudia sitting on the ground, just kind of white as a ghost. So I'm going to walk over to Claudia and offer her a a cigarette. And she's going to put up her hand and say, no, no thanks. Um, She's going to, she's going to like pause for a moment and blink a few times. And then she's going to look up and say, the cleaners are, cleaners are done. So. Uh, So I'm going to sit right next to her and like put an arm around her just kind of like gently pat her head and just kind of sit there with her while, while I have a cigarette on the other hand I like how that looks like the idea like that picture like the cam like a camera you guys are sitting on the ground together looking at this wall of chaos and he has his arm around her smoking a cigarette with one other hand I kind of like that image it's almost like a painting sit there for a few minutes what are you doing uh, in the quiet of Thomas Manuel's apartment you're just sitting there like processing well if my arm is slashed as good as it was I think I would try and find something to stitch it seal it something so I'm going to start rummaging through the bathroom to see if I can find anything to at least hold it together so I don't have mm-hmm. to go to the hospital. Okay. Yeah. Um, make a luck. If you can find like a bit of first aid. Critical fail. 66. You cut your other arm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, you're, you don't find any like... He doesn't have any. The only thing he has is like some dirty towels on the ground. You don't see any like, um, you don't see any like band aids or anything in his in his uh, medicine cabinet. Um, I mean, you would find something, obviously. You're not just gonna bleed to death. Rip off your own fucking, you know, pant leg or something like that and wrap it around your arm if you have to. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would probably find like an old like a at least clean t-shirt of his mm-hmm. and rip it up after I sanitized it and tie it around my arm and kind of make a a hasty tourniquet just to like sure. get that bleeding to stop. Okay. Alright, yeah. So you do that. Wrap it around. You have some 
military experience, you know how to do all that kind of stuff. Um, is there anything you do in the apartment? Yeah, I'd like to do just a quick sweep of the apartment just to see if there's anything else that sticks out to me other than the cassette tapes. Any, like, look for any kind of demonology type things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let's take a look. Search. Um, yeah, make a search. Nope. I need to raise my search. All right. So you're kind of probably still in shock. You're not able to, like, process everything you're seeing. You just start looking through everything. Um, one thing you do find, you, like, open up his fridge at one point. So you notice that all the food um, in his fridge um, is five months expired. So, like, you pick up, like, a yogurt that's from five months ago. And you would expect it to be all, like, bulbousy and stuff, but it looks pretty okay. Even if you, like, open it up, you're like, it's not expired. A loaf of bread on the counter or something like that, it's not expired. Hmm. Should be, but it's not. So I'd like to sit down on the couch. Mm-hmm. And start listening to these cassette tapes again. Okay. You're listening to it. You just kind of hear like a buzzy sound, like a hum almost. Just ambient music. Er, not music, ambient noise. Just a. You know, every, time, every now and again, it'll just be slightly different than it was, and you listen to it and then forward the tape. And you're like, what the fuck was this guy recording? <laughs> and then you put another tape. You just keep checking them all. Check every fucking tape and... <sharp inhale> An empty apartment. Maybe towards the end, you hear, like, agents coming in. You hear Troy's character speaking into the microphone. Things like that toward the end. But before any of this, he was recording an empty apartment. Well, I mean, she's been gone for a month, so of course it's going to be an empty apartment. Like, what's the purpose of it? You, you no way to know now. <laughs> right. The papers that I found with the cassettes, do they have any notes on them? Glad you asked. Alright, so in addition to the tapes and the um, the amulet that you found, you found a stack of papers. And it looks like perhaps somebody started writing a play. Um, it's, it's, it doesn't look like it's finished, but it's, but you find radio roll 20. So you see that? If you yeah. want, go ahead and read it out loud. I closed out of it. Sorry. 
scene, the smoking lounge, a large parlor on the fourth floor. In the room are the dog, Thomas, and Michelle. Enter Mark Rourke. Mark says, Mark says, Abigail is gone. She moved upstairs today. Thomas, and? Mark, I missed the kid. Michelle, her dad, that pig, came around. She doesn't like you, Mark. No one likes you. Anyway, she ran off with that salesman. Everyone knows it. Mark. Fuck you, you cunt. Thomas. Come on, guys. Come on. The dog barks. Someone is heard coming up the steps. A loud racket reverberating up and down the staircase. Mark. Who is that? Everyone stops to listen. Michelle. Who could be down there? Who is that? Mark steps to the doorway and leans to look down the stairs. Mark. Hello? Hello? Enter federal agents. Scene. Well read. Well done. <laughs> Just spot on. Emphasis on the C word. All right. That's <laughs> what so you find. You find more papers with just random, like, bits of, of this strange play written on it. That's That, that one seems to be a more prominent uh, kind of standout, for, standout, stands out to you. Um, you're like, huh, the fuck? Who are these other people? You know that they're referencing Abigail, but you don't know who Michelle, Mark, you don't know any of those people. I think I'm going to go up to 10B because it references that Abigail moved upstairs. Okay. So I'm going to shut the door on 3A and go find 10B. Okay. All right. Get upstairs. You walk up. You find 10B. It's locked. You don't have a key for this apartment. You ever bust it down? I'm gonna knock first. Okay, you knock here. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna bust it down? Yep. Are you gonna do like the credit card trick or whatever? Or? Fuck it. I'm gonna take my gun out and shoot the lock. Holy fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um. You shoot the lock. Mm-hmm. On the other side. Ow! Kill another guy. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> so you go to shoot. You shoot it. And the door just opens up. It's dark in the room. And fumble for a light switch. You turn it on. And in that apartment, looks like it's vacant. Nobody's living there. Dust covers the surfaces. It's been vacant for you don't know how long, but it's nobody's there right now. You can walk through the rooms. They haven't rented out this apartment. Nothing in the bedroom, nothing in the bathroom. Nothing. Empty. Ready to rent. You hear footsteps coming down the hallway. What do you do? It's night out time. Uh, night night time outside, probably about nine o'clock. 
I'm gonna duck into the bathroom, close the door quietly, and draw my gun. Did you shut the front door? Or did you just walk in? I think you had fumbled through it, but you didn't say whether or not you shut it. Or I wouldn't. I probably okay. wouldn't have shut it behind me. At that point, I was just searching. Yeah. And with the lock mm-hmm. busted, I mean, the door's probably not going to shut anyways. I mean, you can probably get it to kind of stay closed, but at that point, it's not going to fully shut. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of hide in the bathroom for a second. You hear... Footsteps, you hear the door open and you hear a woman's voice. Hello? Anyone here? Hello? I know you're in here, you might as well come out. Do you do anything? No, I'm gonna stay silent. Alright. Here. A sound right outside the bathroom door. Somebody tries the knob. Are you holding it closed or did you lock it? Or... No. No, I just kept the light off and shut the door. And at this point, when I hear people entering the apartment, I'm going to put my back all the way against the wall and draw my gun and hold it straight up to the door. Okay. The door opens. And you see a woman. She's wearing glasses and on roll 20 you can see. That's what she looks like. And you're pointing a gun at her. Is that correct? Yep. Okay she looks like so she's like oh hello what are you doing here she's got a big smile on her face pointing a gun at her I was gonna ask you the same question and she says I was just on my way upstairs and I saw you I saw the door was open I'd come check it out, you know, just being a concerned neighbor. Just smiling at you. Giggling a little bit. I'm with the FBI. I'm investigating a missing persons. And I was investigating this apartment. Oh, why didn't you have your gun drawn, Agent? Because an unknown person entered a vacant apartment behind me, and I wasn't sure who it was. Comes up to you. She gets a little closer. You still have your gun drawn? I pointed yep. at her? She says, oh, you can put that away. I'm just here to give you something. You need to take a step back, ma'am. Oh, I will, I will. Let me give you something. She reaches in her pocket. Slow. Okay, okay. Very slowly. She's got a big smile on her face. She's laughing. She's like, okay, okay. I understand. I understand. On the counter, big, you do scary, not hand it to big, me. scary woman. God. You do not hand it to me. You put it on the counter. Put it in the sink, whatever you have, and then leave. Very slowly. Okay. She pulls her hand out of her pocket. 
She puts it in the sink. She goes, come upstairs if you want to find me. She backs up. She closes the door. On her way out, she says, I'll be on the fourth floor. Come see me. Read that as soon as you can. She closes the door. (laughs) And fade to black. Find out what happens next time on Doom Vision. Hey there, Doomers! If you like what we put out every week and want more behind-the-scenes content, follow us on our socials at DoomVisionPodcast on Instagram, DoomVisionPod on Twitter, at DoomVisionPodcast on TikTok, and give us a search on Facebook under DoomVisionPodcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, be it Apple or Spotify, and leave us a review. Thank you, we appreciate you, and we hope you're enjoying the DoomVision Podcast.